Hello, I'm Tom Wilkinson, and welcome to the Thinking in English podcast, a podcast aimed at intermediate to advanced level English learners. On today's episode, I want to introduce you to a traditional British festival and celebration that you probably haven't heard of before. Bonfire Night, held on November 5th every year, is a day when we set off fireworks, light fires and so on. However, it is the history connected to religious disagreements and failed terrorist plots that is the most interesting part. Thinking in a foreign language is a vital step on the road to fluency and this podcast aims to help you achieve this by discussing various topics ranging from current events to science, philosophy, economics and much more. All transcripts of the podcasts are now available on the Thinking in English blog. The vocabulary lists, comprehension questions and articles are there for you to read. The link is in the description, so please check it out. Up first is today's vocabulary list. As always, you can find the written list in the description of the podcast and also on our blog, Thinking in English. Link also in the description. Ubiquitous. Ubiquitous seeming to be everywhere. For example, many languages are under threat from the ubiquitous spread of English. To repress. To repress. To repress means to control what people do and prevent feelings, desires or ideas from being expressed. For example, the government repressed all reports from the region. Unified. Unified. Unified means to be brought together, combined or united. For example, the politicians find themselves unusually unified on this policy. To persecute. To persecute. This means to treat someone unfairly or cruelly over a long period of time because of their race, religion or political beliefs. For example, religious minorities were persecuted during his regime. The establishment. The establishment. The establishment generally refers to the important and powerful people who control a country or an organization, especially those who support the existing situation. For example, critics said judges were on the side of the establishment. Uprising. Uprising. An uprising is an act of opposition, sometimes using violence, by many people in one area of a country against those who are in power. For example, there was a popular uprising in the capital. Conspirator. Conspirator. 
A conspirator is a person who plans secretly with other people to do something bad, illegal, or against someone's wishes. For example, he was a conspirator in the revolution. To smuggle, to smuggle, to take things or people to or from a place secretly and often illegally. For example, she was caught trying to smuggle 26 kilos of drugs out of the country. Elaborate, elaborate, containing a lot of careful detail or many detailed parts. For example, they are making elaborate preparations for the wedding. And today's final vocabulary, tyranny, tyranny, government by a ruler or small group of people who have unlimited power over the people in their country or state and use it unfairly or cruelly. For example, I think tyranny is a bad form of government. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. On November 5th, every year, people across the UK celebrate Bonfire Night or Guy Fawkes Night by setting off fireworks, lighting bonfires and burning characters, among other celebrations. The nursery rhyme that I just recited is learnt by children all across the UK. Growing up, I always looked forward to seeing the firework displays in my local town. November in the UK, as I'm sure some of you already know, can be quite cold and rainy. However, to me, this makes the large bonfires and the colourful patterns created in the sky even more impressive. I also assumed that bonfire night, like Halloween or Valentine's Day, was a ubiquitous holiday celebrated across the world. But as I grew older, lived in other countries and made friends from around the world, I realised that this was a UK-specific celebration. So, on today's episode, I want to introduce the history surrounding Bonfire Night and the reason we celebrate, because I think it is one of the more unique festivals celebrated in the English-speaking world. The UK is by no means the only country to hold fireworks and bonfire festivals. But the history surrounding our modern day celebration is incredibly interesting. Essentially, the reason we do it is because November 5th is the anniversary of the gunpowder plot, a failed attempt to blow up London's Houses of Parliament 415 years ago. 17th century Britain was a very different place to the country you know today 
and the nation was divided by religious disagreements. Queen Elizabeth I, not to be confused with the current Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, had repressed the Catholic religion while she was in power. As you probably know, Christianity is not simply one unified religion. There are many different groups, branches and churches ranging from the Catholic Church and Orthodox Churches through to Protestant groups like Baptists, Presbyterians and Methodists. Each has their own opinions and views on how to be a Christian and worship God. From the time of the Tudor King, Henry VIII, England had regularly changed between Catholic religion and the Church of England. In 1603, Protestant James I became King of England, succeeding Elizabeth I. Many Catholics hoped James, whose mother was a Catholic, would be kinder, but he continued to persecute them. This is the context behind the gunpowder plot. During this time of repression and persecution of Catholics, a Catholic man named Robert Catesby began creating a plan to overthrow the new king. He wanted to kill the king and his establishment, spark an uprising and restore a Catholic monarch to the English throne. To do this, they planned to place multiple barrels of gunpowder under the House of Lords and blow up the king and his government on the opening day of Parliament. In doing so, they would not only kill the king, but the entire government, important religious leaders and other members of the ruling class. However, in order to achieve their goals, they needed someone who was an expert in explosives. This is where Guy, or Guido, Fawkes comes into the picture. He had spent years fighting in Europe for Catholic countries in wars against Protestant nations. During the night, Catesby and Fawkes, along with 11 other conspirators, smuggled 36 barrels of gunpowder, a highly explosive substance, into an area deep under the House of Lords. On November 4th, it was Guy Fawkes' turn to guard the gunpowder. However, a letter had been sent to a Catholic official who had planned to attend the opening of Parliament, warning him that someone was planning to attack Parliament. The King, who heard about the letter and rumours of a plot, ordered Parliament to be searched. Just after midnight, on the 5th of November, Forks and the gunpowder were discovered. After a trial in 1606, Guy Fawkes and the rest of the conspirators were found guilty of treason and sentenced to death. This explains why we celebrate on November 5th, but doesn't explain how we celebrate. Why does Britain light fires, set off fireworks and burn characters on bonfire night? Well, as news spread of the plot 400 years ago,
Londoners began lighting bonfires in celebration of the fact James I was still alive. In the years that followed, models of the Pope were burnt on November 5th, continuing the anti-Catholic feelings of the time. Celebrations became more elaborate, with fireworks and mini explosives being let off. Guy Fawkes eventually replaced the Pope atop the burning bonfires, and the day eventually changed from Gunpowder Treason Day to Guy Fawkes Day. Nowadays, Bonfire Night, as many prefer to call it now, has all but lost its original focus. So here is today's final thought. As for Guy Fawkes, whilst he is incorrectly remembered as the leader of this plot, his reputation has somewhat shifted from traitor to revolutionary hero. This is largely thanks to the influence of the 1980s graphic novel V for Vendetta and the 2006 film of the same name in which an anarchist freedom fighter wearing a Guy Fawkes mask battles a neo-fascist regime in the UK. The mask has now become a popular symbol to use in protests against tyranny and is associated with the hacking group Anonymous. With the current ongoing pandemic, many people have begun to think about the future of festivals and holidays around the world. Bonfire night celebrations around the UK have been cancelled as it is unsafe to have large gatherings of people standing together for long periods of time. Other festivals around the world have similarly been cancelled, delayed and postponed. However, the bonfire night in the UK has been declining over the years. As I already mentioned, the original focus of the day has lost its original meaning. Anti-Catholic celebrations are no longer acceptable. In fact, Bonfire Night stopped being a national holiday over 150 years ago. With the recent increase in popularity of Halloween, combined with the stricter health and safety regulations around fires and fireworks, the future of Bonfire Night is somewhat under threat. How about in your country and your culture? What are some celebrations unique where you live? How much do you know about the history of your celebrations? Do you think the ongoing pandemic will affect the way people celebrate in the future? What do you think? Here are today's comprehension questions. As always, the written questions and answers are found in the description of the podcast and also on our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. Link also in the description. When is Bonfire Night? How is Bonfire Night celebrated in the UK? Where did the gunpowder plot conspirators plan to blow up?
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Thinking in English. Share with your friends, check out our social media links in the description, and send us a message. We appreciate all of your feedback. If you have any ideas for topics, future podcast guests, or other learning formats, please let us know. And please leave us a rating on whatever platform you listen to us on. We're now available on Apple, Spotify, Google, all of the major podcasting platforms. And please check out our blog, thinkinginenglish.blog. You can find the vocabulary lists, comprehension questions, and the full transcripts of every single podcast we have recorded so far. Thank you for listening again, and I'll see you next time.